0: that you said it.
1: Good morning and welcome to St. John's Lutheran Church here in Alexandria, Virginia as we gather together for the Festival of Pentecost. Today we remember that outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the early disciples, the Spirit who continues to call, gather, enlighten, and sanctify us as his people, sending us out into the world to share the gifts that God has given. I'm Pastor Braun Campbell. I am Pastor Jack Meehan. And joining us also behind the camera is Jennifer Hills, our Director of Youth and Christian Education. She'll serve She'll be serving as our moderator for our Facebook live feed this morning. If you're joining us online, you're welcome to come and go to sjlc.com slash live, where you can find a copy of the worship bulletin so you can print it out or have it up on a second screen to join and sing along, join in the readings, all that with us as God's people. Virtually with us are Susan Gobine, our music director, and her husband Jurgen, who will be providing the background music for us and accompaniment as we continue through the service. So. We're glad to have you with us today and pray the Spirit's blessing upon you as we remember his work and bring us together as God's people. With that, the service begins in the Worship Bulletin with the Easter Acclamation as we continue forward in the service. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is
2: risen indeed. Alleluia.
1: Come, Holy Spirit, come. Fill, fill the, the hearts, hearts of, of your faithful, faithful people,
2: people, people with, with the, the fire of your love. love. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the
1: communion of the Holy Spirit be with you
2: all. And also with you. O Lord, open my lips, and my, my mouth, mouth shall declare, declare your praise. Glory be to the, the Father, and, and to the, to the Son, Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, now, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, come, let let us worship him. him. O O come, come, let let us sing to the the Lord. Lord. Let Let us us make a joyful noise to the rock rock of of our our salvation. salvation.
1: Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the
2: depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. O come,
1: let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker.
2: For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory Glory be to the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. We join in
1: the psalmody for today, Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up
2: my soul. O O my God, God, in you I I trust. trust. Let Let me me not not be put put to shame. shame. Let Let not my my enemies exult over me. me.
1: Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. good and upright is the lord therefore he instructs sinners in the way he leads the humble in what is right and teaches the
2: humble his way all the paths of the lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies
1: for your name's sake o lord pardon my guilt for it is great
2: who is the man who fears the lord him
1: will for he instruct in the way that he should choose. His soul shall be abide in well-being, and his offspring shall inherit the land. The friendship, friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, him, and he makes known to them his
2: covenant.
1: My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for, for he will pluck my feet out of the, of the net. net. Let us pray. O God, On this day you once taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending them the light of your Holy Spirit. Grant us in our day, by the same Spirit, to have a right understanding in all things and evermore to rejoice in his holy consolation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We join in our opening hymn for this Festival of Pentecost O Spirit of the Living God, found in the Worship Bulletin.
0: Teach us to
2: With the scripture readings which are appointed for this Feast of Pentecost, the fiftieth and final day of the Easter season. The first reading comes from the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 11, reading from the twenty-fourth verse. Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered seventy men of the elders of the people and placed them around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the seventy elders. And as soon as the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did not continue doing it. Now two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other named Medad, and the spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but they had not gone out to the tent, and so they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua the son of Nun, the assistant of Moses from his youth, said, My Lord Moses, stop them. But Moses said to him, are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put his Spirit on them. And Moses and the elders returned of Israel returned to the camp. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Our epistle reading, which is the account of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost, comes from the book of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, reading from verse 1. I invite you to read that final verse, verse 21, which is highlighted and which is our scripture memory verse for the week ahead. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And And it shall shall come come to to pass. pass, that, that everyone, everyone who calls upon, upon the name of the, of Lord, the Lord shall be, be saved. saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Our gospel text
1: for this festival of Pentecost comes to us from St. John, the seventh chapter. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he has said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were yet to receive, for as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But But now now in in these these last days, days, he he has has spoken spoken to to us by by his son. Son.
2: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The message for this day, the Feast of Pentecost, is based on that final verse from the second scripture reading, Acts chapter 2, verse 21. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's bow our heads and our hearts in prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come, and fill the hearts of your faithful people with the fire of your love. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. What is going on? You know that is the title for today's sermon it was chosen quite a while ago long before the events of this past week unfolded and now it seems strangely appropriate what is going on in our nation with the death of George Floyd who died in police custody in Minneapolis on Memorial Day what is going on in our nation in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd. The anger and frustration from that that has now manifested itself, not just in Minneapolis, but in cities around the nation has led to protests, demonstrations, and marches. And some of these have been peaceful, but others not. They've led to rioting, looting, Vandalism and violence, and as we've all seen, and underneath all of this is the ugly and painful chapter of race relations in our nation's history that is yet unfinished, still waiting to be resolved in, in your life and in mine. For we are to, to uh, seeking to bind up the wounds of the nation. And this can only be done through the presence and through the power and through the peace of the Holy Spirit. It seems an almost impossible Herculean task. So how will the church, the body of Christ, speak to this situation? How is the church, the body of Christ, speaking to this situation? How will we speak the truth in love to one another. How will the Holy Spirit breathe the breath of life upon the people of Minneapolis, upon the people of our cities, our states, our nation, and our world? In the midst of great anger and fear and frustration, we pray, Come Holy Spirit, come, breathe on us your life-giving power, bring healing and hope as only you can do. And all of this on top of COVID-19, on top of the great economic loss that so many have experienced, on top of the reopening of our communities, following the images in the media of crowded, overcrowded poolside gatherings over the Memorial Day holiday, it's important to remember that we still do not have a vaccine for COVID-19. We still do not know for certain if those who have had this are then immune to it. We still do not have widespread open testing available on a large scale. We still have need for greater contact tracing. Caution is still very much in order. Even though we've been cooped up in our homes for over two months now, and especially as we enter into the summer season when we all want to get out and go. I understand that. Here at St. John's, we have been working through what it will take to reopen our church. And I want to commend and thank those serving on our reopening team for their careful, methodical, prayerful work here. What we have discovered is that it was much easier to close the church than it ever will be to reopen it. That's the long and the short of it. The day is coming when we will, of course, reopen the church for in-person worship services but even then not everyone will be comfortable in coming back i understand that and i respect that when we do reopen and you show up for a worship service you may well ask yourself what is going on things will look and feel very different from what we are used to in worship. We will ask everyone to pre-register for worship services, to abide by social distancing guidelines, and to wear a mask per the governor's order. We will not have coffee or the usual refreshments out in the narthex. We will not have busy bags for little ones in the back of the sanctuary. We will not have hymnals, Bibles, Or items in the pew racks. We may not even have singing. Will we worship? Yes. Yes, we will worship. But it will be different than what we are used to. Of necessity, it needs to be different. But different does not have to mean bad. It simply means different. On that first Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was poured out on those first disciples with the sound of a mighty rushing wind, with tongues of fire resting upon the disciples, enabling them to speak in other languages, the reaction was exactly this. What is going on? With the coming of the Holy Spirit came the fulfillment of the prophet Joel's words. The scripture memory verse for today quoted by Peter in his Pentecost sermon in Acts chapter 2, our epistle lesson. It shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is what is going on. And that question, what is going on, is the theme for today's message. May the Lord's rich and abundant blessing rest upon the preaching Upon the hearing and upon the living of his word for Jesus' sake. The redeeming work of Jesus, accomplished through his life and ministry, through his death and resurrection, has brought about reconciliation between God and people. The temple veil torn asunder at Jesus' death on the cross signified that the separation between holy God and and sinful man had now been bridged through the God-man, Jesus Christ. The sacrifice of sin was offered, the debt was paid, sealed with the cleansing blood of the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. But until the coming of the Holy Spirit, the new Israel, those 12 chosen apostles who replaced the 12 tribes of old Israel remain hesitant and fearful, cautious, and uncertain. And maybe we can all identify with that. In the world we live in, we may find ourselves, especially right now, feeling hesitant and fearful about many things. And in truth, this fearful caution extends often to our faith life as well. We may be uncertain and hesitant to talk too much about Jesus. Because if we do, we risk hostile stares and maybe cutting remarks. And so we keep our faith to ourselves. Conformity to spiritual and social norms today means that Jesus is not the way, the truth, and the life, but a way, a truth, and a life. Jesus is seen as one of many divine beings in the pantheon of American religion. Teacher, healer, mystic, yes, many would say, but true God, the atoning sacrifice, Whose blood covers all our sins? Hmm. Popular spirituality in our day tells us, no, not true. In fact, popular spirituality at the time of those first disciples and our own popular spirituality today is quite similar, which is to say that human nature has changed Very little, if at all, over the millennia. Adam and Eve's original sin, wanting to be God, is still our own sin today. So how do we break out of this cycle of fearful hesitancy and cautious uncertainty? Only through the power of the Holy Spirit who calls us Who keeps us in this one true faith, who moves us from fearful hesitancy to confidence and boldness of faith? More than 30 years ago, a Christian woman named Gertrude Mueller Nelson wrote the following about the person and work of the Holy Spirit. She wrote, The Spirit transforms what is just clever into wisdom. Advice is transformed through the Spirit's breath into counsel, comfort, and healing. The Spirit illumines the truth so that it can be taken in, understood, and integrated, not merely grasped by the mind, but known in the heart. The Spirit imbues with meaning what has gone flat and tedious. Working from the inside out, it transforms a life lived by the flesh, a life which does not know its meaning. Motives are clarified and fortified, and we stand in right relation to the wonder of the whole. The Spirit quickens what might otherwise remain unmoved. What is ordinary gains a fuller dimension. There is nothing new under the sun until by the Spirit we discover it, make it new, and integrate it. Timidity is inspired to risk. It is dry formality made into a viable form. It is the everyday recreated in an extraordinary way. It is water made wine. What is going on? On this day of Pentecost, it is important to remember that those first disciples did not have a designated building where they met. Now, they were used certainly to worshiping in the temple at Jerusalem, but even that would soon change. They understood something that perhaps we have forgotten, that our faith is founded on a person, not a place. The church is not a building. The church is the redeemed people of God. Never in Scripture do we read of church described as the building where God's people meet. Nor does scripture refer to worship as church, as in, I'm going to go to church today. Now, we all long to regather as fellow believers. That is true. There is strength. There is encouragement. There is blessing when God's people come together. But make no mistake about it. The church did not close when stay-at-home orders were put into place over two months ago. You are the church. I am the church. By the grace of God in Jesus Christ, called by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are the church. Now, Some amazing things happened while we have not been able to, to meet together in person. There's been wonderful checking in conversations with members done by lots of different people in our congregation. Virtual meetings that have actually been shorter than in-person meetings, and hooray for that! Doing worship and teaching digitally using technology tools. I really hope and pray that we do not lose any of these things. Going forward. Regathering in our buildings is important because we need that togetherness as the body of Christ, no question. That remains true always. But we don't stop being the church when we are unable to meet in person. For the sake of our people, For the sake of our community, for the sake of the kingdom of God, our primary focus and ministry needs to stay outside the church building. Why? Because that is where we come into contact with people who will never enter our church building. And yet they are people for whom Christ gave his life on the cross. And that's where Christ needs to be seen. And that is precisely where the Holy Spirit will lead us out into the world and into the lives of people who are all around us, pointing them, as Peter did with the people in Jerusalem on that first Pentecost, pointing them to Jesus so that everyone, who calls on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. That is what is going on. May the Holy Spirit, who was poured out on Pentecost, continually be poured out upon each of our lives today as we carry the good news of Jesus out into a world that desperately needs that good news. May God make it so for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen. And the God of peace himself, sanctify you wholly, your spirit, your soul, and your body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Amen. We join our hearts and voices now in singing the hymn of the day. It is found in that online worship bulletin, um, sjlc.com live. It is Holy, Holy Spirit.
1: Spirit on Pentecost and upon the church of all time. We join in professing our faith today using Dr. Martin Luther's explanation of the third article of the Creed. I
2: believe Believe that that I I cannot, cannot, by my my own reason or strength, strength, believe in in Jesus Christ Christ, my Lord or or come come to him. him. But But the Holy Holy Spirit has called me by by the gospel, gospel, enlightened me with his gifts sanctified and kept me in the one true faith. In the the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth
1: and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead. And, and give, give eternal, eternal life, life to, to me, me and, and all, all
2: believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. true. Amen.
1: A few announcements to share as we continue on in the service. One, thank you for your continued support for St. John's and our ministry here in this place. I invite you to go to sjlc.com give. You can use the link found in the comments today uh, to find out exactly how to do that. You can also support your uh, support the congregation here by sending in your offering envelopes via the mail and those are taken care of uh, by our finance staff. We give thanks to God for their uh, work in managing the work of the congregation here too. Uh, Looking ahead, we continue to have our Tuesdays at two if you like what you heard today from the Book of Acts. Join us Tuesdays each week at two as we continue through the Book of Acts. That's with Pastor Mian, or myself, and uh, Jennifer Hills, our Director of Youth and Christian Education. So you can find us here at Facebook Live Or go to sglc.com slash live Tuesdays at 2 and you can find that as well. Uh, And follow the links in the comments sections as well. Uh, On Wednesdays you can join us for a service of midday prayer at noon. A time to gather together as God's people for prayer. Especially in these days when prayer is most definitely needed in our world and in our nation. As we ask for God's gift of the Holy Spirit that he might bring healing and peace where there is discord and brokenness. Mm That's all the announcements that I have here today. Pastor Mian, did you have anything else?
2: Just a thank you to um, Altar Guild people who have beautified our worship space here today um, with the uh, flames reminding us of Pentecost, the the, uh, votive lights here that remind us of those uh, sevenfold gifts of the Holy Spirit.
1: So with that, as we look ahead as God's people, as Pastor Mian said to reopening, Our uh, campus here, the church building closed, but the church very much at work. So we give thanks to God for all those who continue to serve in the reopening uh, reopening team. And as we look ahead and get more details together on when things are going to be able to happen here on site, we'll be sure to be getting those out to you. You can follow our midweek update if you're not already signed up on that. Uh, If you go on St. John's website, you can go to the newsletters and posts, and there's an opportunity to sign up for that midweek update as well. So all those announcements are there. But now as God's people, we move to God in prayer. We do so beginning in the canticle and the benedictus. We join together in prayer. Blessed be be the Lord, Lord, the God God of Israel. Israel. He has has come come to his His people and
2: redeemed them. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. David. Through His his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies
1: Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, you gave your only begotten Son to take our nature upon himself. Grant that we, who are your adopted children by grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit, who came in power on that first Pentecost, that we might go and share the joyous news of your victory over sin and death. Bring more and more souls into the unity which we have through Jesus Christ. Hear us, O God. Your mercy mercy is great. Holy Spirit, change the hearts of all people in this sinful and broken world so that we might experience and share your gifts in community. Drive out the evils of racism and hate from our society. Grant that all in our nation might live in peace and security without fear of one another or governmental authorities. Bring comfort and healing to those who have suffered injustice. Guide police and all those who are called to serve and protect their fellow human beings, that they may exercise their duties with compassion and restraint. Direct us as your church to be agents of grace, sharing the peace of Christ which alone can heal our world. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy is great. O Lord, who shows undeserved mercy, heal those who suffer from disease and infirmity, and all those who will be undergoing or recovering from surgery or illness especially Nathalie undergoing care for Barbara's sister Diane hospitalized for Pat having knee surgery in the week ahead and all those we now remember in our prayers that they might be restored to health and returned to service among their friends families and those touched by their vocations in your grace Bring a swift end to the pandemic which is causing pain and disruption in the lives of so many. Here in our community, guide the work of all those working to reopen churches, businesses, and other services that they may do so deliberately and in a manner which benefits the good of all our neighbors. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy mercy is great. great. Beautiful Savior, you sent your Spirit to be our comforter so that we might live in faith and hope until that day when you come again to wake us to life with you in eternity. Into your care we entrust all those who have died in Christ, confident that you will raise them up with us into new life on the last day. Give your peace, we pray, to all those who grieve the loss of loved ones. Convert those who do not know you through your Son, that they too might find solace in your presence. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy is great. great. Lord God, you spoke to travelers from the nations through the disciples on that first Pentecost. Watch over the journeys of all those who must travel in these days and bring them safely to their destinations in your good time. Direct us in all the places that you would have us go, that we may give witness to the gospel through the working of the Holy Spirit. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy mercy is is great. great. Lord of mercy, we give you thanks that you have called us to pray. We give you thanks that you have sent your spirit to carry our prayer to you we pray that you would bless all of your people grant that we might have all these things which we need even those things which you know better than we all these things we remember before you heavenly father by the working of the spirit in the name
2: of the son amen amen O lord our heavenly father who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: We join together in praying the prayer which our (coughs) Lord taught us, the prayer of the Church, which is the Lord's Prayer.
2: Our Father, Father, who who art art in in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom kingdom come, come. thy will be done, on earth as as it is in heaven. heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses
1: as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not
2: into temptation but deliver us from evil
1: for thine is the kingdom
2: and the power and the glory forever and ever amen let us bless the lord thanks, thanks be to
1: god <coughs> the almighty and merciful lord the father the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Amen. We join in our ascending hymn for this Pentecost day. Gracious Spirit, heed our pleading. <coughs>